0: Our scripture today on Holy Monday is Matthew 26, verses 14 through 35. Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and asked, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him over to you? So they counted out for him thirty pieces of silver. From then on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad, and began to say to them one after another, Surely you don't mean me, Lord. Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him but woe to that man who betrays the son of man. It would be better for him if he had not been born than Judas, the one who would betray him said, surely you don't mean me, rabbi. Jesus answered, you have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink from it new with you in my father's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus told them this very night, you will all fall away on account of me. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. Truly, I tell you, Jesus answered this very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. But Peter declared, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all of the other disciples said the same. And this is the word of God for us today on this Holy Monday. We join Jesus in the middle of the end of his story. He has walked on water. He has fed 5,000. He has told the disciples at least three times now that he will die and be raised again. Before he marched into Jerusalem on a donkey and a foal with people shouting Hosanna, he stood on a mountain above Jerusalem looking down, just as we're above the new room. And he knew that those people that he was walking into, he knew that they were going to betray him. The people yelling Hosanna would betray him. Judas would betray him. Even Peter, his friend and follower, was going to betray him. On that mountain, he looked down at Jerusalem and said this, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you. How often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. And you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. For I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus laments over the state of the world as he is looking down into it and about to walk there and he wishes that it was different. What do we do with that? What do we do with the king who has come to town, not to rule, but to die? What do we do with the fact that Jesus knew of his betrayal from the very beginning? He picked his apostles knowing that Judas would sell him out for 30 pieces of silver. 30 pieces of silver would have been worth less than the oil that the woman at Bethany used to anoint Jesus with. But what turned Judas's heart to betray Jesus? The fact of the matter is that we don't know what turned Judas' heart, what moved him to betrayal. But we do know that that capacity to betray lives in all of us. We have that drive within us that whispers in our ears, get what you deserve, no matter the cost. We have that voice that tells us that the ends will justify the means. Just go ahead and do it. We have the urge to gain the whole world, even if it means losing our soul. It's estimated that the 30 pieces of silver Judas Judas got to betray Jesus is only worth at most $441. That's not a lot. That seems low. But how many of us have sold out Jesus in our own lives for less? Jesus laments that too, I'm sure. There must have been a heaviness in the air at that Passover dinner. Jesus knew what was coming and he would explain what it meant in further detail later, but this would be the last time that he would be with his friends before he suffered. How do you communicate all that is coming in that room of people who love you? Judas has already betrayed Jesus. And I would bet that Judas had this nervous stomach that wouldn't let him eat much. And Jesus, who knew about the betrayal, knew everything, invites Judas to that table anyways. In a direct reference to Psalm 23, where God literally prepares a table for Christ and his followers in the presence of his enemy. And it wasn't only Judas who would betray him, but Peter. Peter who stepped out onto the water. Peter who declared boldly that Jesus was the Messiah. Peter who was present at the transfiguration. He would deny Jesus not one time, not two times, but three times to save his life from that dangerous association. Who could Jesus trust going forward? It is undeniable that as Jesus sat at that table, he had some anger in his heart toward Judas and even towards Peter, but Jesus's anger did not impact his actions. Jesus had to have come to that table with the knowledge that he was already betrayed and the understanding that he taught his followers to forgive, not seven times, not 70 times, but 70 multiplied by seven times. We all sit at complicated tables, tables where we lament and say, I just don't know what went wrong here. Tables where we fear betrayal coming and tables where we know that betrayal has already happened. But here's the thing I want to remind myself and remind you Those tables are filled with people who we have the chance to love and forgive. Maybe love from afar or forgive from afar, but forgiveness from afar matters too. What complicated and crowded tables do you sit at? How can you work on softening your heart to forgive as Jesus teaches? How can you not let your anger push you into sin? And where can you lament the pain caused but still love the people at your table? Think about that while Brian leads us to reflect on our own crowded and sometimes complicated tables.
1: You can hold my hand when you need to let go. I can be your mountain when you're feeling valley low. I can be a streetlight. By the fire for everyone, let us take on the world while we're young and able, and bring us back together when the day is done. If we want a garden, we're gonna have to sow the seed. Let the roots run deep If it's love that we give Then it's love that we reap If we want a garden We're gonna have to sow the seed Yeah, I want a house With a crowded table And a place by the fire stay on the world while we're young and able, and bring us back together when the day is done. The door is always open, your picture's on my wall, everyone's a Yeah, I want a house with a crowded table and a place by the fire for everyone. Let's take on the world while we're young.